First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate Cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia, or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks, and automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology, real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. We got a loud one for you this week. That's right, honey. We're talking about New, New York. York. Uh, meatballs, singing prowess at auditions, my time in Milwaukee. Scrouting, which is scream belting for those uneducated singers. Uh, we also listened to a whole heap of voicemails and uh, talk about some upcoming uh, shenanigans we're getting into. And we predict whether or not Mariah Carey will be lip syncing at this week's or this month's Pride. So, find out at the end of the episode. Goodbye. M. Oh. M. Mom! When your first choice is a big old bus, you turn around and boom, you end up with us. Our number is 213-536- Nine one eight zero. Our email is at gmail.com. Now on with the show. How you slaps you stupid little fucks you not so fucks you dirty little fucks you stupid little fucks. Our email is with Big Dipper Meatball. I'm Meatball and that's Big Dipper. Hello. Inbox from one Miss Robin Fierce, kindly asking us to stop it with the nine one eighty. And I'm here to say I agree. I agree too. You can all stop calling. We will stop. I think the problem was that there was a lot of pre recordings and it was leaking over, but it's done now. We are back to 9180. I love when pre leaks. You know what I mean? Oh, she was pre. Here's the interesting thing about the whole scenario you're the one who takes the most umbrage with it. Yet you're the bitch who sings the song every time, it's in your hands. Who's in charge of the girls? You. Yes. Who's in charge of the numbers? You are. Listen up. Who's after Peppermint? <laughs> okay, before I I was in the other room, and I had to come into my office to get set up to record, and I had my backpack, open zipper, on no. my shoulder. Okay. Cup of coffee in my hand. RuPaul, uh, Build-A-Bear in the, back, in the backpack, <laughs> hanging out? No, but she's up there. You see her? She's... She is in the highest point of your office. She's she overlooking everything. everything from the top of that bookshelf. Um, I, then I had coffee in my hand. I had laptop resting on my forearm like I was like a server at brunch with a whole bunch of plates of pancakes. Oh, my God. And then I had headphones in my other hand, and the headphones had the cable connected to the laptop. And then dangling in my hand with the headphones was my cell phone and I'm walking into my office and the little tiny little headphone cable catches on the doorknob tension. No. My phone goes flying out of my hand, drops Uh the case shattered and broke. The phone Uh is fine. My laptop went flying, but I caught it with my other hand and I, pushed it up against the door. So rather than it fall four feet and land on the ground, I just sort of body slammed it against the door to save it. And then I had to like slide it down to the ground because I couldn't get a grip on it. So my heart, she's racing. (laughs) But everything seems to be working fine. Oh, I'm up. Oh, me? I'm up. But you know that feeling when you're like, yeah, it's hard to shake that tension out of your body. That got me together. You know what I mean? That reminded me of one time when I um, lived at my old building where they had the valet parking thing. 
Oh, uh, yeah. What? Where the guy huh? changed. Rem- I think about it all the time because I've never changed the stations. But remember that one time he changed all my radio stations to Christian radio stations? Anyway, so it was that guy. And I hated having to like make eye contact or talk to him. And one time I got out of my car really quickly and was like running. And my backpack was open and it had my makeup and my laptop in it. Oh, I remember Lord. my laptop went flying out. My makeup kit fell out, busted open, and brushes and everything rolled all over. Ugh, onto, so the I had dirty, to, like, onto the dirty, grimy parking yeah, Yes, it was so gross. And I was like scooping it up, and I was just the most embarrassing thing in the world. And like you bent over and your pants split, and then you farted. No, I just, yeah, I remember being a mess. Like I had a lot going on, and it was just so much more embarrassing. It is such a non, this has no reflection on like anyone as a person, but. It is the most, to me, like mortifying and embarrassing thing. I don't know if anyone feels this way. When someone like taps you on the shoulder and goes, your backpack's wide open. I. I'll do you one worse. What? Your tag tag sticking out. See, I, it's so funny. The backpack open to me is like, I'm a failure. I might as well give up. I don't know what it is. It's such a non-issue, but it cuts to the core. Okay, but would you walk up to someone and tell them if their fly was down? Perfect stranger. Never met him before. You're on the subway. I've done across. this before where I haven't said anything. I just made eye contact and then mimed zipping up my fly. And then they reached and touched theirs, did it, and gave me. Then they pulled their dick out and they were like, come suck this. And they were like, come, come suck this dick, bitch. No, and they gave me like a knowing, a knowing and thankful nod. No, I a tip of the hat. <laughs> a tip of the hat. A tip of the teeth. A tip of the teeth. A tip of the tongue. Um, I I want to talk to you about. I was scrolling on Instagram and I noticed you and one million seventy thousand five hundred eighty-eight others liked a photo of Lindsay Lohan. Um, mm-hmm. No, do you say Lohan or Lowen? I say Lohan, but I with know the, that with I the think hard she, H. Yes, Lohan, but I know that she. I think is Lowen. Is what she prefers. She's well, pregnant. Actually, she prefers Ozempic. She's pregnant. She's with whose baby? We don't know. Do you remember? This feels like rude to say, but we're here to talk about the world. Do you remember that video of hers that appeared? Steal, trying to steal that baby. And she had such a thick accent. She was going because she was she like was living maybe in having an identity crisis. She was Morocco. Dubai. Oh, in Dubai. Morocco. No, I think she was living in Dubai for a while, and then Morocco was where the her beach club was. And do you know? I really didn't put two and two together. But former guests of the pod, when we had Mac and Mike on, yeah, Mike, Mike was worked that at that TV beach show. club and was on that TV show, and he got fired for, for being, being too sexy. fun. We're exactly. having too much fun. Much fun. Which the is world something is, that can happen. The you world can is get fired for having too much fun. Are you excited for Lindsay Lohan to have a baby? I do I Or is it of no consequence? It's no to consequence you? to me. I think maybe if this had happened ten years ago, I would be way more invested in it. But it's like I feel like she probably does best if we all leave her alone. I want to bring Spears. I want like I don't want that for her. I just want us to leave her alone through this pregnancy. And now she is like she works with Peter Thomas Roth's iconic eye patches. Well, she did that Netflix movie. Uh-huh. She's working on something else. She's on the comeback. I think and I heard, the, and maybe pivoting mean into Girls, mommy content is what her next thing would be. And I heard there's a Mean Girls sequel in the works where they're all coming back, and it to will be, be like by AI parents or something. Is that not true? It's probably true. What they've done that before, something else where everyone's like, "These are our kids." Hey, guess what? These are our kids. These are our kids, and we're back. Okay, you mentioned ri- uh, what du- Dubai. Uh huh. I saw a. I saw a screenshot of a tweet. I hate it. I hate life. I saw a screenshot of a tweet. Was it a it was... picture of Rihanna's forehead on the Burj Khalifa or whatever on the Wiz Khalifa? What is that thing called? Is what called? The bur- the building that her big old face was on. 
No, I haven't seen it. Oh, okay. Continue then, I guess. <laughs> the screenshot of the tweet was just someone basically writing like, you don't know what it's like to have to Google vacation spots to see if it's legal for you to go as a gay person. Happy pride. Um, you know, cause we're in this moment where like gay shit is literally everywhere. There's so much more of it. Like that new Kim Cattrall show glamorous is about like literally like a James Charles type, like a young faggy gay boy who likes makeup and like their ascension into the professional world. Mm. But at the same time, the human rights campaign just declared a state of emergency for LGBTQ people in the U.S. Yes. And so I was thinking about that, too, because I'm like, I heard Dubai is crazy. Like all of the industry, like an amazing place to travel if you have money, all of these resorts, just like incredible vacationing. And it's like. Oh no, it's illegal to be gay there. Yeah. But I feel I don't and like, know. Jamaica is not very friendly. The Bahamas Bahamas are not very friendly. Where you can buy yourself into a place that is friendly. Like, you know what I mean? Like you can kind of like if you're but spending a certain amount of money, you don't have to I deal like to with, suck like, dick on vacation. Oh, that's where you were going. Sorry. Um, I'm sure but then some sort of underground scene. I know, but the difference of like an underground scene it's here. Full of seed. The difference seed? of an underground seed here is like, oh no, illegal bar in a warehouse where people are fucking, or like, oh, you get ridden a ticket for like, you know, sucking dick in a parking lot. And there it's like, no, no, death. Like head cut off. You want to go to Uganda for a vacation? Murder. Death. Death all to of all of them. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I was just thinking about that because there are places I would like to travel, but they're not gay friendly. Yeah, I wouldn't. I definitely wouldn't. No matter how much everyone's like, oh, it'll be totally fine. I won't. because You I'm were just saying much. fly under the radar. No, I was saying I'm sure there's a way to do that. I'm not saying I would do that. I have fucked. Sorry. I have met. Well, oh. I... <laughs> We, let's like, look up the definition of Matt. Living in LA, I don't know why, but like at least six or eight guys since I've lived in LA have been like on vacation from Kuwait. And I've like fucked around with them and they're so hot. And they're like, oh yeah, we're gay, like gay in Kuwait. And I, I it's just, I have such a, um, like, I guess, closed-minded and stereotypical understanding of like where it's okay or where it's not okay to be gay in the world because we're all like well it's okay to be gay in america and it's like well they're stripping rights from queer people and a lot of people who aren't from america are like bitch why would i ever come to america you want me to get shot in a shopping mall but is walking it, down okay. the street and get murdered am i about to sound so ignorant but isn't it like illegal to be gay in tel aviv they have huge pride in tel aviv they have a huge pride there never mind there was somewhere where I was. It's like, illegal to be fucking Palestinian in Tel Aviv, girl. Oh, the fucking the genocide over there. All right. Well, write in with all of the illegal places it is to be gay. And if you have ever been to Dubai and are gay, tell us, like, what's going on? Well, I have heard when you go to a lot of these spots that are, like, hot spots for, like, business travel or whatever. Oh, business. You, you put on the apps. Everyone is faceless on the apps. Mm -hmm. but, but the sex – I like, I met a gay couple in Key West that was like, oh, baby, we went to Dubai and just fucked down in our hotel room. Just, like, dude after dude after dude who wanted American dick. I'd be more interested in the food. I want to go to see the like inside dinners. cities and like fly a drone in the desert. Oh yeah, I or would whatever. like to fly an aircraft myself. <laughs> Ride Strap a camel. Me Strap me in the heli, Ellie. Mama, let me get in that heli. If here's if there's one thing about me, it's that I'm gonna figure out how to fly it on my own. Girl, you would crash and burn. Let's take Let's a break.
This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, a lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? No, really, how would you use it, baby? Bet. I always think about my work week and how busy it is, and I'm like, I wish I had an actual weekend. Now that really comes down to me planning my life a lot better, but I would use it for leisure because I work so much. How? What would you use if there was extra time in your life? If I had more time, I would do more hobbies. I would like pick up you more activities hobbies. because I yeah. love hobbies, but I just, I barely have time to do the stuff that I actually have to do. Right. Well, the best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more with it. You know, I think therapy, like the biggest thing that I get out of therapy is new directives. Like, oh, try this, like make a change in how you think. I think we all think like, that's just how my brain works or like this is how I see the world but those things can shift and change and you can learn tools in therapy to be like look at it this way or try a new way of going about a project or schedule your day a little different you, those are things you can talk about with your therapist mm -hmm. if you're thinking of starting therapy give BetterHelp a try it's entirely online and designed to be convenient flexible and suited to your schedule just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapy anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash sloppy today and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash sloppy. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. And we're back! Um, jungle where dreams are made of There's nothing you can't do baby it New York how was your trip to New York <laughs> had a wonderful you, time you made um, it out just before the air quality got bad huh literally flew out and was like why is the sky this color and the pilots were like hey everybody take a look down um there you can see the smoke and it was black it was bad um I had a wonderful time I went and saw the musical shocked <gasps> with Alex Newell with Alex Newell an absolute icon, legend, such a good musical, so funny, kept it going. We were in and out in two hours. Oh, that's longer than I expected you to say with, with we're in and out. But the, they kept it like it, there was no part of that show had any lull. There was no right. moment where like if a scene was coming to a close, someone else wasn't already walking on the other side. Like they were keeping it pumping. And it's it, I understand why it's nominated for nine Tonys. Absolutely wonderful. Because it also, was a slay. It, absolute slay. I was there to visit um, the Queen Diva, Miss Pinche Queen, who is now living in New York. Is that bitch still in her 20s? Yeah. Concrete she, jungle where dreams are made of. She is in her 20s. There's nothing you can't do. <laughs> you now you're in New York. New are you going to sing York, that at karaoke tonight? I'm excited for karaoke tonight. Maybe I will sing that. I don't know the rap part. That I'll leave to you. I, I think I might sing an Usher song. I'm not singing. I'm there for the ribs, baby. <laughs> I'm there for the tequila soda and ribs. Should I like send a message that's like, have some songs in mind so we're not waiting around while people pick their songs? Yeah. Yeah. That's the perfect thing to do. Hop on an email to a group <laughs> karaoke thing and be like, if everyone could be there 15 minutes early and arrive with three predetermined songs. <laughs> I am not so as a to fun move person the evening along, to hang out with. I have determined. I one, everyone's gonna be late. Two, we'll get in the room. Everyone is gonna order, grab a drink, kind of figure out how it works. I we probably won't start karaokeing until thirty minutes in. I'm leaving at ten o'clock. Okay, 
I'm just saying that. We will all be done by 10 o'clock. Everyone's got places to be. Um, <laughs> I got to go by three different bars and drop gotta- off, drain your nut, hand flyers. Because it's happening this Not Saturday, drain baby. Your nut drain your nut too. June 17th. Daytime party. Daytime group. Nighttime group. If it ain't nut, I ain't nutting it. Check out my Twitter. Because on Twitter is where you can put the sex stuff. On Twitter, the uh, the advertisement is up there. Remember, kids, it's a two-parter. Daytime for dads dropping their kids off at school. And at evening time for those Sluts. who want to hunker down and sucky fucky. That's right. Um, but so overall, you New York! <laughs> I got to tell you, I might... Welcome to Airplane Talk. No. American Airlines again? You Eat suck my, my ass, ass faggot. <laughs> JetBlue? Hello. I might be joining the Blue Club. Bitch, I flew Mint. Mint? Back. I heard Mint is lit. It... Uh, no, I can tell you that I not once was I upset about how much space I had. Not once did I have to be like, where's this? Where's that? They kept checking on me. My seat reclined fully into a massaging bed. No. I had a privacy wall. I laid, I got on that plane and laid down and just farted. Slapped oh. and farted. <laughs> but just was like, cool. And didn't have to think about anything. It was the best. It was the best flight I've ever had. It's and I left something on the plane and I didn't remember. And they emailed me and were like, hey, you were in seat 1A. We found this thing. Is it yours? And I said, yes, send it to me. Now, did you pay out of pocket for that? Now, don't be asking out of pocket questions. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm curious. It makes sense how people can fucking fly to Europe first class in a thing like that and get off the plane refreshed. Like, I mm-hmm. need a fucking day after being squozed in. I'm not doing squoze anymore. <laughs> this is it for me. This is what I've decided for me. First this class. This is the only way I will be going to the East Coast. Any flight longer than three hours, I better be able to lay down like a baby. <laughs> Must be nice. Girl, everyone well, coming to I mean, to fat- I will be losing a lot of gigs for this, but it's what I believe in. And like Delta, <laughs> I will not stand for anything less than fully <laughs> reclining, <laughs> massaging. It massaged. Everyone's coming to Fat Slut. The next Fat Slut, and they're like, $40? (laughs) (laughs) I gotta pay $40 to get here? Anyway, so Delta, your move. Well, have you ever flown Delta One? No, but it's way more expensive than men. Yeah. Um, I would like to... Invite everyone to go to bearworldmag.com and vote for me. I have been, uh, I'm a nominee for the Bear World Magazine Awards for 2023. What's and the I, award? I'm in nominated in two categories. Um, can you guess what they are? <laughs> Music and producer? No, the other one you're going to have a little shock about. So I'm nominated in the best bear music artist category. So you can vote for me there. And then I'm also nominated in the best bear personality category. Along with Miss Lucille Stoolington. And any, okay, personality. (laughs) do you have thoughts on my personality many (laughs) you engage with it a lot more than other people best personality big dipper (laughs) lucy stool guillermo diaz johnny mcgovern daniel francesi and roulette delgado um Okay, so if you're not Meatball, please visit BearWorldMag.com and vote for me in these award sections. I would like to win an award. I bet it's like a paw. You know what it's I mean? It's probably a uh, piece of paper. Participation. All right. Next up. 
Next topic. Uh, let's talk about. <laughs> thank Who's you for supporting the, and being magazine. And what did I say about you and when? <laughs> I just want to thank you for being supportive of me. Uh, the next topic I would like to talk about is your headlining article in the Los Angeles Times. Oh yes, I forgot about that. It's in the, which the photo they featured was Miha. Me. It was Miss Miha. I said, Mister the. Party and the whole article is about me. Why is that fat kind up there? But and they it's said okay. we were going to show the prettiest one, and then you and with then, no wig on. Yep, straight to me, no wig. So there was a lot of <laughs> miscommunications about wh- who and what was important that evening. <laughs> apparently, wasn't me or my wigs. Well, me um, looked gorgeous. She looked absolutely slay as always. Um, yeah, that was really fun. They, I, uh, Sasha Urban, who I've worked with a few times. Um, just called me up and was like, hey, I'm writing an article. I have some questions. And I said, I have answers. And then we talked. And then that came out. And it was really exciting. Um, I hope it brings more exposure to the bar precinct. It's going to be in the print at, uh, of, like, this Sunday, the Pride article of LA Times or whatever. Oh, fun. So I'm going to go try to grab grab a couple copies wherever they're sold. Where do you even grab paper News. Well, LA Times is pretty prolific. It's kind of everywhere. I think that isn't there a newsstand in Los Feliz right on Hillhurst? Where's Little Doms? Little Doms is on Hillhurst. It's at the top of the hill. So if you go down, there's like there's the the health food, the tiny health food store, the Lassens. big there's like the, the it's a new weed dispensary the big grocery store is a new weed dispensary oh no albertson's that's albertson's and then i think somewhere in there there's like a newsstand on the street right like a like a magazine spot maybe i don't know well the one the one sort of iconic i bet they sell la times at the albertson's maybe i don't know that was really cool to be a part of that and it was like uh it was nice to see it you ate that, sis. See my face in the papers. See my I'll see face. see you in the magazines. Um, I want to let you know that it was a serve. Milwaukee was a serve. Oh, yes. Tell us. Tell us all about it. You were in Milwaukee while I was in Philly. I met Peaches um, for the first time. It's so funny. We've, like, circled each other Did you for meet a Betty long Who? time. I, met, I did not meet Betty Who, but I saw Betty Who perform. And I have emailed her PR team to see if she will come on the pod. So what did you say? Meatball went, went to, to interlocking together. Yes. Okay. yes. Um, also, uh, MJ Rodriguez went there too. Apparently, okay. Continue. Slay. Yeah, I saw Betty Who perform. I saw my friend Bright Light, Bright Light perform. I saw Peaches perform. Um, it was really fun. The weather proved like really lovely. Um, and, uh, so it wasn't like blazing hot at all. And I thought it was going to be so hot and I thought it was going to be so exhausted, but that was not the case. So it was great. And I felt great about it and shout out to Milwaukee pride. We had a lot of fun and my dancers. I just want to give a shout out to candy apple, the Rachel slurs, sativa Feliciano diamond. And of course, Uiza Beach. Um, we, now tell me, how many huh, do we get? Did you recognize any? Huh? I didn't. I wasn't thinking about that at all. What were you thinking? What were you thinking about? What do you think about for an hour? Um, sometimes I think about like control your energy so you don't go too crazy. Sometimes I'm like really registering what's happening out in the crowd. Uh, for some of the songs that I don't do very often, I'm actively thinking about the lyrics Mm. to like make sure I say the right thing. Sometimes I was actively thinking about the choreography and like when I was going to change my costume next, those kind of things. Um, yeah, I had fun. My dancers got into some, there was an incident that I don't want to talk about yeah, 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 yeah. which i think is so funny because what it was happening i was hearing about it in philly yeah and then they said the name and i was like wait are they dippers dancers and then, and then the then, next day i was like your news travels fast and they were like what are you talking about i was like meatball heard all about it in philly and they were like you told meatball on facetime when we were with you and i was like girl she couldn't hear us she was backstage and we were at a, a concert yeah oh yeah I, I forgot you even you even facetimed me i was so tired yeah 
Anyhow, I love Philly. We I had a great flop, time. Flop few. Flop few. Those of you, if you remember flop few, they called terrible story. They flopped. I think maybe they called again. Yeah, they're a double flop. <laughs> oh no, the call wasn't good. Did you touch his balls or anything? No, was I? Was I too? Was that something I was to Was do? I to do? I just feel like you are that kind of girl that like when you meet someone, you go and pull those balls out. I've done I I used to do that. I used to be like, take it out. Now take I, it out. Let yeah. me see. Let me see it. Now that's that's um untoward. Also, that. if you are in LA, um happening this week on June 15th, I am going to do That's a Gay Ass live show. And if you are in Los Angeles on June 16th, you can make your way on down over to Fat Slut at Precinct. You literally never let me try to promo my stuff. What do you mean? I was mid-sentence giving a little more information about maybe where the event was happening or who else was on the bill. Listen, sometimes it's like you got to say the name and where you what it is, and then they got to figure it out. <laughs> All right. So figure it out. Who's where a fat it? slut? Where is it? <laughs> it's at the Virgil. Ah, the classic. You've been and there. Ryan O'Connell, Poonam Patel, former guest of the pod, mm-hmm. Johnny Sibili, former guest of the pod, mm-hmm. and Brian Bay are all on the show. Obviously, with Eric Williams hosting. You've done that show before. Yeah, I wasn't on the panel. I was just, um, like, I just did serving like guests. Three minute thing at the beginning of it. But, oh my God, I, we haven't even talked about it. I auditioned for a Broadway show when I was in New York. Can you believe? Uh, Can you imagine? For a Broadway show? For a Broadway show. Okay, so it's so wild. This is it. When you travel, you got to tell people where you are. Because the only reason I got it was because somebody who was part of the casting team saw that I was in New York and was like, oh, hey, and like sent it up the thing and was like, you should try to get this person if they're in. And then like literally later that day, I got an email asking me to come in the next day. Because they were like, the production team was having a a production meeting and they were like, well, they're all going to be there at one place, so just have them come in. And so I had to go in cold, no practice, no nothing, no references. They got the script. And then halfway to the place, I was like, oh, it's like a musical. I guess I'm going to have to sing. I should maybe like think of a song to sing. What do you have in your book? Uh, that was kind of it. It's ki- it kind of felt like karaoke because I was like, I have these three songs that I know, and I sang one, and I gave them that signature scrout. I did really went him, in. Did you give them start spreading the news? I gave them so much vibrato. The room was shaking. <laughs> the room. You I, were giving at so one much. Point, at one point, it was like when you when you're on a roller coaster going up the thing. I was like, I could feel it. My vision was blurry. From you the were giving, you were giving the like Nicki Minaj hands on hips, head shaking. Yeah, that's what it felt like. Did you sing "Defying Gravity"? No, but I just say the song it. you sang. And I, just say the song you sang. It's called you "Diva's Lament." I know, I'm familiar. Yeah. Well, congratulations. Who do you have at Fat fun. Slut on the 16th? This 16th at Fat Slut, we have, it's going to be a bunch of icons and um, new icons of LA. So we have Minnie Horowitz, fresh from her time in Brooklyn. We have um, Bar- Miss Barbecue. You know Miss Barbecue. I love Miss Barbecue. We have Carrie the Snack, who is uh, Cornbread's daughter. We have. I love a daughter moment. It's Becky, who, I don't, do you know Becky? She's no. kind of new to L.A., but she fucking turns it. Backflip, throws herself around. I'm, I'm excited. Uh, we have Lorelai. Gilmore? No, just Lorelai. She's oh. very funny. And um, from Alaska's Drag Pageant, Skin Suit. Oh, you're oh, giving... Oh, and headlining, sh- of course, there's a fat person, um, and they've already made a lot of complaints. It's Jackie B. Um, <laughs> too many com- Too many complaints. 
Already. Party's a week away, and I'm already feeling like, what can I do to make her shut up? But we'll you're, see what You're happens. like, just get her a chair. Have just her sit on a chair, a rolling office chair. Just be if like, the chair could be l- like, If she could be lined with ice all evening. Whatever you want, Jacqueline. What, Jackie, just what? I'll throw money at you. I'll put money in your mouth. Just please stop asking me questions. Is she going to do the parody of um, Baby Got Back? Baby Got Front? I hope so. <laughs> We gotta get her on the pod. We have she to keeps edit all curving that out me because because I oh. do actually like her. Oh, okay. Kidding. We could leave it. At, well, Jack, that's a joke. No one <laughs> take it seriously. I think out of all people in the world, Jackie B, the eighty-four-year-old drag queen, knows how to take a joke. I know. Just the last time I talked terribly about an old drag queen, she died. Oh boy, let's oh, take a break. Boy. <laughs> It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. We are back, and it's time for voicemail. Strip Scrabble. No, I'm just kidding. Can you time for the Candy Muse news. She may be lying on RuPaul's Drag Race, and her lies may be what sent Heidi home. We'll never know. You just turned that song into something else. It's like the Mortal Kombat theme because it's me fighting the truth. It's like a tenderoni dance track. Yeah, it felt like in that moment that Heidi was like, this is what it was. And Alexis was like, yeah. And Candy was like, that's not what it was. And Alexis was like, cool, I'll just keep I'm just going to sit over here because Candy's a front runner and I don't want to be on her bad side. Diddy, 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 bleep, bleep. But also, the whole time I was staying at Pinche's place, we were just watching the Jimbo thing over and over and over. The um, Snatch Game. Oh, just the tap dancing? Just the tap dancing over and over. We were doing it out. We went out. Next call. Hello. I had a question. I was at CCBC and I was taking loads and there was a come up and he kept following me around and like sitting next to me. And was, is that a like come dump culture? Like if you see someone taking loads, like you want the runoff? I need answers. Goodbye. Okay. Now, We've discovered some new terms here. I love the runoff. <laughs> the runoff. Now I don't know. Like, I don't know that you're very well-versed in this, and I am not. I'm not at all. Nobody's cum dump. But I feel like it would make sense that if I spy with my little eye one very eager cum dump, you would not want to be the second one right next to them unless you were playing some weird sort of self-esteem game where you were like, let me be next to them and make sure I'm the one that gets chosen. Maybe this cum dump was having a really bad off night and no one was into them. And so he was following you around to sort of like live vicariously through your load count. That's so weird though. I just feel like it's sort of like, I know that if I'm at a sex party and I'm like, I want to be sucking dick. I'm not going to like put myself right next to someone sucking dick. However, if there's someone sucking dick and then a crowd of people come around them and go like, we all want to get our dick sucked. It's like, well, then I'm also here too. So maybe it is a good idea. I don't know. But they made it seem like it was just one other per, Like it was a one-on-one situation and this other person kept walking up. Maybe the runoff theory is right and they want to eat, eat the, they want to do the felch. Oh, that's what they meant by runoff. I thought... (laughs) (laughs) Ah! 
Next call. They want to do the felt. They want to do the felt. <laughs> I'm disgusted. I'm just wondering, is there always a wild one? Like, you say it's a wild one every episode, but do you think it's actually really wild? Or is it just a placeholder? Um, thoughts? Love you, bye. We already did that. Nope, I texted that to you privately. We never did it on the air, and I wanted to get your reaction. Well, why would you text it to me privately, then, if you wanted my reaction? <laughs> well, initially, I was like, it's mean. I'm sorry, but it's much like how we say the phone number the same way every time, kind of. <laughs> the email every It's just part of the intro. Can I be vulnerable? No. Okay. But you don't think it's always a wild one. No, I, I. it is a point of contention that I don't bring up. And I was happy to receive this voicemail because I figured this person could say it. I feel like it is um, a, a, a misnomer, that it misleads the audience. Well, what would you call this one? Hold on, let me get up rhymes. Or, uh... <laughs> let me pull that thesaurus up. I think wild is a great... In the cadence, we've got a blank one for you. I think it's fun to have different categories. We've got we have an, an uncultivated one for you this week. We have an introspective one for you this week. We have we an have educational a, one. We have a fierce one. Yeah, we have a slay one. We have a, a hunty one. one. We have a worked out mama boot slay hunty cunt. We have a hit the slay button, faggot. One for you this week. I didn't realize how much I said that. Until you say it every single time. Greets, everyone's oh. like, is it a slay? Slay. <laughs> slay. I was like, what? You're Stop like, saying that at me. That's like a joke. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's become all I say. Stop saying slay. that. Um, so anyhow, I, I, to be vulnerable, I would like to say that I do agree with this caller. And I would encourage all of us. To try a new word. <laughs> Do you feel okay with that conversation? Oh, uh, yawn. <laughs> you know what I mean? Next call. Hey, Slaps. This is your British correspondent calling. And though I'm fairly certain that your inbox will be flooded with messages about this, I am concerned, nay, worried, nay, concerned that on the latest episode of RuPaul's Drag Race All-Star Season 8, RuPaul referred to Candy Muse on the runway as Candelisa Muse, no less. I believe RuPaul is listening to the pod. What? Okay, this has been fun. Ah! Well, we call her Candelise. No, we call her Candace Musington. Musicals. Yeah. Candace Musical. Her name is Candace Musical. Alaska calls, calls her Candelisa Musington. Yeah, that's who does that. So, so I, think we know who's, I think we know exactly what podcast Ruby you're listening to. <laughs> you dumb bitch. Just stop blowing up our line. Okay. Get her, Jade. From the UK. You're going to spend all your minutes. Calling us. And Google, that was a real Google. UK call because it came in with a plus four four. <laughs> oh, so you're in the inbox. You see the calls. They come to my they come to my email. <laughs> I don't know how to make them stop. I just had a revelation. Who? Coochie butt is the same as Gucci Cat. Bring that coochie butt over. <laughs> I just okay. One that sounded like that person was walking through the woods at midnight, no <laughs> flashlight, and came up with that and decided to call. What was? What does that even mean? What is coochie butt? I think what they're saying is coochie cat. Oh, took me a minute. Mm-hmm. Took me a minute. There was a joke in the musical <laughs> shock that took me a minute too. And did you goes, laugh real hard? I laughed too hard too late. Um, 
he was like, it's like that one time when we were out in the, I had just chopped down a, uh, my own Christmas tree and you asked me if I was going to put it up myself. And I thought that was an odd question because I was just going to put it in the living room. Oh, put it up your butt? Put it up himself. Yeah, up his butt. Right. There's one character in this play that everything goes up their butt. Ah, uh, okay. Well, that that little bit more of a context would have made that joke very funny. Next call. Coochie boot. Coochie boot. Not coochie boot. Give me that coochie boot. Where's that one from that scientist that said I was smart? I didn't find that call anywhere. Not sure what you're talking about. They said, Mival is correct. The dorsal is the top side of a dolphin. Genius. Dorsal. Oh, yeah, because I was like, what do you call it? A back? And I said, dorsal. They're dorsal. And then they said, if you are interested in going into marine biology, don't do it. Just go into biology. I have a call about marine biology, but we will listen to it when? After After this this break. And we're back. Idina Menzel performed that riff at WeHo Pride, LA, whatever. I wasn't there. Yeah, she sang the whole thing. She said, and if you care to find me. And I do. She's having a moment because she's putting out a um, pop song. I know. And Nick over from Divatronic. That's right. Nick their Laughlin. music video. Iconic. Julian was in it. Put on, put on. Next call. Oh, uh, did you see Come Dump, Come Dump by I Miss sure Luzon? She said, she I'm taking fun. all your loads. Feel me. Come on, bro. Sometimes the lyrics, when they come to you so quickly, like you just have to put it out. Yeah, and she said this song is going to be 48 seconds long. It's going to be cross-promo for my lube. Yep. And goodbye. Genius. Genius. I think more drag queens should just do one-minute songs. Just one-minute songs for their little Instagram post, and then we're done. Next call. Yo, what's good, you fucks? Yo, it's your boy, Anthony, a.k.a. Ayaz, a.k.a. (laughs) Mr. Gooch, a.k.a. Sperm Donor. Um, yeah, uh, I noticed y'all got the episode Gooch Grease. I mean, how y'all gonna do an episode on Gooch and, and, and not, you know, not even, like, invoke me, you know, not even call my name out, you know? Like, I am, I'm the one that brought Gooch to this podcast. I will have you know. Um, yeah. And then also this guy, the same episode, this guy talks about, um, Facebook Marketplace, but, you know, I just would like to have you know and remind you that if anybody's interested in donating sperm, you can also donate sperm on Facebook as well. That is your PSA because I am a sperm donor recruiter. Um, yeah, I got nine kids, two on the way. Yep. Um, yeah, still waiting for my uh, you know, call to be interviewed. You know, I mean, what's cooler than that? You know, a sperm donor. I'm also an artist. You know, but uh, goodbye. I just know his. What exactly what his apartment looks like. You know what I mean? <laughs> why didn't we why didn't we invoke the spirit of young I Anthony in our of discussion of Gooch? And then the minute they started talking, I was like, Oh, this is the Gooch guy. I'm the the sperm donor guy. Nine we, kids, two on we the gotta, way. We have to find that original call because that thing's that first phone call sent me. Well, that episode is the first ever video episode of sloppy seconds that we did in the studio before we had good light and before we had good cameras it's like a blurry dim episode but it's the first ever episode um in the studio and it's labeled as gooch great then we don't have to find it everyone can go find it for themselves there it is and happy Four year anniversary. Three, four, five. Yeah, 2019 to 2023 is four years. Did I say five? Absolutely. Did I fix it with a computer? 
sure thing. Sure, gosh. <laughs> sort of. Well, blame it on Will. It was close. Next call. I love Will. Hey, Flop. So what's marine biology? Is it gay? Because I also wanted to be a marine biologist. And now I'm a biology teacher, so they're really not too far. But it seems like a lot of gays that I know used to want to be marine biologists. So I'm just wondering what that is. My personal thought is that we're not quite happy with where we're at in our lives. And we all want to be part of that. Whoa. I see okay. what you did there. You you will never be me. <laughs> In the words of Beyonce to Blue Ivy backstage, you will never be me. Leave that shit at home. <laughs> I too feel like marine biology is a little. It's gay. Mm-hmm. I want to be. Out on um, a boat. I want to be where the dolphins are. In a very, are. very tight outfit. I want to tan <laughs> every single day. I can't. I want to <laughs> splish and splash in the water with my yes. friends and maybe touch some fish. And then I want to like, go home. Out of all, like, when you think about, like, how sexual gay men are and then, like, how sexual dolphins are. Okay, do you, marine biology <laughs> extends beyond dolphins. No, nope, it's so just fit. dolphinology. Okay. <laughs> I think I can. Okay, well, for me, I do think it was because in my mind I was like, oh, it gets you to a beach. It gets beach. you to. It gets you to like a Miami or. It gets like, you to a place where you can go catch a wave. You know what I mean. It gets you to a place where they say what they're going to say. And, like, maybe when you're done working for the day, you could grab a drink. Clink. Oh, I found a Bud Light. Yeah, with Dylan Mulvaney. Because bad bitches like Dylan Mulvaney. They're hard to come by. Absolutely. And if it's a Friday night, maybe you could grab the Patron. Own. And maybe you'll get in the zone. <laughs> Let's go get it out. I it's went to gay. SNL Noche's brunch when I was in New York City. And how was that? And I sat next, well, sat a table distance apart from Macy Rodman. It was Slay. wonderful. If you are ever in New York on a Sunday, you have to go to this brunch. It's hilarious. The food is good. We got the um, the margarita bowl. And it was delicious. Where is it at? It's at the Standard Hotel at the High Line in Manhattan. In the Meatpacking District. And right next door afterwards, if you're feeling a little little frisky, there's a beer garden. So you can grab a pretzel. And then you can go on over to uh, Metropolitan for Mary Cherry's Metropolitan Barbecue. Where with every drink, you get one free hamburger, hot dog, or veggie burger. Are you moving back to New York? No. In New York! Concrete jungle! Even if it ain't what it seems, I got a pocket full of dreams, baby, I'm from. (laughs) If you say it, I'll stop singing. New York. Okay, I'm done. Thank you. Hi, guys, it's Carol. Why haven't you played my message yet? I really want to get on the air. I want to be famous. All right, thanks. Bye. Thoughts? How many times does it take him to hang up? Oh, no, my screen's broken. (laughs) (laughs) They're like... (laughs) Did you hear that? Oh, Uh, my screen's broken. Oh, my screen's broken. I can't (laughs) hang up. Thoughts? Good luck. I mean, you got Carol. it's on. You made it, Carol. You did it, Carol. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. Hi. It's Carol. It's me, Carol. Is it Carol like um Channing? Cheryl Canning. Cheryl Canning. No, is it Carol like Kate Blanchett in that Lesbian movie? Have you no, seen that the was pre- Meg? That was the Meg. The Meg? Yeah, where Kate Blanchett played a giant. Lesbian. How about the film Carol? Mm, Meg. The Meg. 
Isn't the Meg about people. she ate a, a boat. shark? Yeah, a big lesbian shark <laughs> played by Kate Blanchett. All right, so our last call for the day. Are you ready for it? Yeah, facts, as Ice Spice would say, facts. Hi, so I just left that voicemail before bitching about the Pictionary on the podcast, but after just listening to Dipper try to draw a synonym for a hay bale, I, I think I think you did us a favor, so uh, yeah, just keep doing what you're doing. You guys, are, you guys are doing great. Love the pod. Have a good night. And I thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I would just like to say... I did think that that was getting deleted from the audio episode. The whole section? As Alexis Michelle would say, that was not my idea. (laughs) That was not my, that was not me. And it also wasn't that successful. It was not good. (laughs) (laughs) I really came to work that day being like, we're going to switch it up. We're going to do Pictionary. But it was, I mean, it was like a last minute idea. It's free. I want to do a spanking it was free. demo. Yes, let's bring in someone and we can take them to the theater. We can spank the shit out of them. But I ah, don't know. Ah. According to uh, my sources, According that won't play sources. well on the, the audio. You're in a singing mood. You're ready to karaoke. Go. Go. Night oh, yeah. There's so many people karaokeing. I will be getting the ribs. Should what I, are you going to get? The ribs. You've been talking them up. Should I sing It's Raining Men? Yeah, we should do some real pride classics. Uh, what's another Jesse J song? Oh my bang, god. Bang. Do it like a do it like a dude. I don't like that one. Um, we could do bang bang. We could have also, three of us do bang bombing, bang. Can there be a way that we are like you're free to bail at any minute? Like if you want to stop Yes, we're in song. charge. I think doing bang bang would be a great idea. It's me, it's kind of it's me, it's in the bottle, it's getting in the bottle, it's hot, hot, coming to the bang and I'm getting it, getting it. And then you want to sing um something? I I will refuse if anyone selects that song. That's like, um, is it called not Beyonce's Black Parade? But isn't there another song called Black Parade? It's like, when I was a young boy, my yeah. dad said. Gabriel Gestalu. People love that song. that every I want to walk out 90s every song. single time I hear that song. I don't even think that's a 90s song. I, I just know. saw Land Insider perform it. They did a great well, job. They perf- can do it incredibly, so they're, well, they're free. They're they did a great it. job. I just hate the song. When I was a young boy. Wait, what was it called? My Black Parade? Now I think we're going to do I that I don't think tonight. that that's like a bad song, though. Here it is. <laughs> I, if you do that, I'll punch you in the face with the ribs. When I'll, make, I, I'll make him crack. Father, <laughs> oh, it looks long. That's looks what wordy. I mean. It looks wordy. Well, we got to do Padam Padam. All right, this is boring. Let's get out of here. Moderate to veer cunt severity. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Sloppy Seconds. You can follow us on Instagram at Sloppy Pod. You can follow us on Instagram at Sloppy Pod. And don't forget to like and subscribe so you don't ever miss an episode, which come out every Tuesday and Friday. You can send us an email at sloppysecondspot at gmail.com or call in with your own fuck talk story to 213-536-9180. Are you at sloppysecondspot at gmail.com? Don't forget to like and subscribe so you don't ever miss an episode, which come out every Tuesday and Friday. That's right, and this Friday we have kimchi on the show. Hit the sleigh button, faggot. Uh, And that is to celebrate our four-year anniversary. Oh, yeah! Happy anniversary to you, Meatball. And happy anniversary to you. Four years. Do you want to send it or change it? Eh, change it. It's sent. Oh, it said. <laughs> what did you send? It just says happy anniversary. Oh. I don't know why, but my phone picked it up. Goodbye. <laughs>
To listen to Sloppy Seconds one day early, ad-free, and to watch our full video episodes, sign up for Mom Plus at mompodcast.plus. Sloppy Seconds is produced by Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Big Dipper and Meatball. Editing and sound design by... William Pitts! Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Big Dipper, and Joe Cilio. Our artwork was drawn by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey.